When you bring your child home for the first time, you want a baby monitor you can trust. When you choose Stork, you choose technology trusted to monitor 10 million babies in hospitals every year. Stork continuously tracks your baby's pulse rate, oxygen saturation, and temperature. Visit MassimoStork.com to learn more. Stork, a revolutionary baby monitor, is born. Stork is not a medical device. Read and understand all product labeling. Massimo data on file. Summer is here, and theme parks and state and county fairs are destinations that we all flock to with kids in tow, excited to make memories that will last a lifetime. We all want those memories to be of cotton candy and roller coasters, and not that moment of horrifying realization that something has gone wrong. Today on Parent Savers, we're talking about the top 10 safety tips for theme parks and fairs. Faster than a speeding toddler. Sit still for just a minute. Can soothe boo-boos with a gentle kiss. Would you get down from there? Able to clean poopy bottoms in a single swipe. Oh, what did you eat? Turning frazzled mommies and daddies into procreators of peace and harmony. Ah, quit touching me. It's Parent Savers, empowering new parents everywhere. Welcome once again, everybody, to Parent Savers, broadcasting from the Birth Education Center of San Diego. Parent Savers is your weekly online, on-the-go support group for parents from the newborn years through kindergarten. I'm your host, John O'Reill. Thanks again to all of our loyal listeners who join us week in and week out. Thanks also to those of you who may be listening for the first time. As you might know, you can join our Parent Savers Club and receive access to special bonus content after each new show, plus special giveaways and discounts from time to time. And if you haven't already, please make sure to download the free Parent Savers app, available in the Android and, I- Android and iTunes Marketplace, and for Windows phones. You can automatically have access to all the great parenting advice and conversations we have on Parent Savers every week. Let's start this week's conversation by meeting everyone who is joining us for today's topic on theme park safety, and it's all familiar faces, or at least voices. Um, so I'm John O'Reill, and I have three boys, a seven-year-old, a five-year-old, and a three-year-old, and we like going to certain theme parks, but we haven't been to all of them yet. Like Disneyland. We haven't even made that trip yet. Yeah, we haven't made that we're trip totally yet either, even yeah. though we're so close. Yeah. Hey, everyone. I'm Sunny. Um, I am the owner of New Mommy Media, which produces Parent Savers, Preggy Pals, The Boob Group, and Twin Talks. And um, I have four kids, currently under four. My um, oldest is about to turn four. So I, I have to quit saying that here shortly. It's sure. been like my... my, my my what go-to is phrase. My go-to phrase. Um, sympathy inducer. Sympathy, yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, yeah, theme parks. Um, we haven't been to a lot um, because the kids are so young. And what are they going to do? But, but I do have um, a lot of questions. As you know, my oldest is turning four, and I think he c- might be able to ride some rides here coming up. And we we are planning to go to the San Diego County Fair this year. We got tickets already. Woohoo! Well, I'm Erin Estevez, otherwise known as OG Mamacita, and I have one child. His name is Cash, and he's two and a half. Great. And has he ever been to a theme park? No. Not yet. Not yet. And, you know, I don't don't know. Has he been to the fair? No. No. uh, No. I I have my own personal issues with crowds, so I don't know. (laughs) I thought you were going to say carnies. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Crowds and carnies. No, but they, they, I did get freaked out when we went to the media party at the Del Mar Fair because they had some pretty freaky carnies. There. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, but no, I mean, so that's part of what we'll talk about is with the crowds and all that. And so we've got 10 tips we're going to be digging into later in the show. So thanks, everyone, for joining us. When you bring your child home for the first time, you want a baby monitor you can trust. When you choose Stork, you choose technology trusted to monitor 10 million babies in hospitals every year. Stork continuously tracks your baby's pulse rate, oxygen saturation, and temperature. Visit MassimoStork.com to learn more. Stork, 
a revolutionary baby monitor is born. Stork is not a medical device. Read and understand all product labeling. Massimo data on file. Before we get started, this week we're going to look at an app that we recommend for parents, and today we're looking at a really cool one that I really like a lot. Um, it's called Breathe, Think, Do with Sesame, and it's from Sesame Street, so the publisher is Sesame Street, and you can find it on the um, iTunes Store as well as Android um, and Google Play, um, and the app icon is just like a little blue monster. I don't know who it is. Um, I don't think it's um, one of the main ones. Yeah, it's, I, it's, it's not, not the one, one I recognize. It's not one of the one that does a brrr, phone. It's not that guy? I don't know. I think I it don't. is. I'm not familiar with that guy. That's him talking right now, and this is from the app. And what it is, it really teaches relaxation techniques and coping strategies for kids. This monster is frowning, and his shoulders are all scrunched up. He's feeling frustrated because he tried and tried to put on his shoes, but he just couldn't do it. Tap on the monster's belly to help him put his hands on it. And so that was a really cute animation of a monster getting frustrated. Yeah. And so now he's angry, and his horns are pointing down. Belly. And kids can tap on the belly, help them take deep breaths. Yeah. And they learn to Look, take three deep breaths to calm down, and then they pop yes. some bubbles on the screen and help come up with some different ways for monsters to approach the problem. There's five different problems, um, and it's all things that really young kids, and I know that um, our four-year-old has been enraptured with it, and even um, the two-year-old can get into it too because they like to just point bubbles and be distracted. And it's almost like secret learning. They're an interactive TV show, but they're kind of learning relaxation techniques. I think it's adorable, and I can't wait to try it with Cash because, you know, he do he, like you were saying, it's a distraction. Mm-hmm. So it, if he's on the verge of a temper tantrum or on the verge of, like, losing his patience, you can kind of, like, pull him away from whatever that focus is and give him something cute and yep. adorable to look at. And, yeah, who doesn't like to pop bubbles? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I, th- I thought it was cute, too. That guy's voice on it, though, is a little bit annoying. I can't picture the the accent. Let's play it again. No, seriously. <laughs> it's not like a, a, a real pronounced, like, I'd be like, oh, that's a British accent. It almost sounds like he, he can't. much calm. He does have an accent. It's a we- it's weird. Great job. You helped the monster take three slow breaths to calm down. Now he's ready to think about a plan for how to. He just sounds slow off. to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Sonny has a problem with the guy's voice, evidently. So if you're if you're voice prejudiced, then this may not be the app for you. No, I, I, I think the, the concept <laughs> is cool, though. I, I totally, my four-year-old no. could totally benefit from it, it. It's really cool. And I think one of the tricks with finding apps, and we love recommending them for parents, but if you find publishers that you really trust and like, and who can you trust more than Sesame Street to be doing yeah. good things, positive things for kids? It's a cool free app for them. It teaches them something really cool. And actually, grown-ups can learn from that, too. Nice relaxation technique. Things aren't going your way. <laughs> your toddler three. had a tantrum. <laughs> Pull Ballet, out the blue yep. monster. Put your hands on your tummy. <laughs> <laughs> take three deep breaths and pop some bubbles. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so it's called Breathe, Think, Do with Sesame um, from Sesame Street, free on iOS and Android. Check it out. Thumbs up from Parent Savers. Yay. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Today's topic on Parent Savers is the top 10 theme park safety tips. And we're talking here in studio about uh, different ways to keep kids safe uh, and some ideas that from people that have gone to theme parks. And I'll share some experience that we've had. And Erin will share some of her deep, dark concerns and issues. about. No one calls CPS on the stuff we're about to talk about. <laughs> That's right. Um, <laughs> So um, we also Carney reached out. Protective services. <laughs> protective services. But this is another great show where what we did is we reached out to the Facebook community as part of it, right, Erin? Yes, And got we some did. of their feedback. Yeah, so what I did was I posted to Facebook asking people to, um, to submit their tried and true safety tips for theme parks and fairs. And so along with those and a bit of research, that's how we came to this top 10. And so we've got some different categories arriving, health and comfort while you're there, what to do if they get lost, and also going on rides. Yes. You'll notice I put what to do getting found. <laughs> yes. That's right. Because we all want people to be found. That's right. <laughs> getting found. We don't, want, we don't need tips for losing our no, kids. No, no, no. No, we'll do that very well on our own. <laughs> exactly. So um, here's our first tip for arriving. Take your child's picture at the entrance. This way, if they're lost, you'll not only have a current photo, but one that shows what they're wearing that day. Yes, and there are some good apps that do this, too. We've actually talked about some of them on the show um, in, in the past. But I think, you know, if you want to make it super simple, um, yeah, just taking a picture. And we all obviously have cameras on our phones. And, 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 and actually, um, I know a lot of police officers, and they do say that that really does help. That, that is something yeah, that will really help. Yeah, it's super easy to um, forget how easy it is to just take a picture. Yeah. But especially as you're just showing up, you get a picture of what they're wearing. Um, the other thing, too, with what they're wearing is what we like to do with three kids is sometimes either put them all in the same shirt or put them in the same bright color. And I know other parents have multiple kids. Yeah, that was actually a suggestion by Andy Loy on Facebook. Oh, nice. And We're that's in the getting found area, which is to dress your kids in brightly colored clothing. Yeah, and so, like, for example, we just had a, um, a fair at the school. And so there's kids just running around like crazy. And everyone's going to be fine. But one of our friends, bright orange shirts on their kids. Super easy to find. Um, but so you just snap a picture. Um, and you can do it with just the young, the kid. And the kids will like it, too, if it's part of you, just your routine is showing right. up. And then you have a, a, a current picture, which is great. Um, next one, point park officials' employees out to your child right away so they know who to go to if they need help. Some experts recommend teaching kids to go to the nearest food stand because they're easy to find. And so this is telling your kids, kind of equipping them with what to do if they do get lost. Right, who they can actually go and approach. Because a lot of times as parents, we, you know, we we harp on this stranger danger. Yeah. So then when kids are lost, they're, they don't know who to go to. You know, they don't want to just walk up to anybody. So if you point out and really make them take notice of what the empl park employees' uniforms look like, um, or just direct them to food stands, mm -hmm. then you know that they're going to be talking to an employee. And we even go beyond that with our kids. And so not only do they know like what the people at Legoland are wearing, like for example, but let's say that you're somewhere and you don't see anyone that works there. Um, go to another family 
that has kids. Oh, great idea. Um, because they're going to be the type of people like, so you look for other families and you can go find another mommy. Oh, that's um, a great idea. Probably usually yeah. is what, you know, the first choice. Yeah. Say, find another mommy with her kids or find another daddy and tell them that there's something going on that you know who to find to have problems. Because parents, yeah. parents are understanding and are going to know what to do to help and also are going to know what to do to comfort your kid. Right. Right. Yeah, I, I think that. I mean, I think I like that idea. But and then I also am just like, wow, you're sending them to a stranger. What? What if it's just that one random crazy family well, that you're not you'd... sending them out proactively? It's if if they're scared and if right. they're lost right. and they need somebody to help them. Right. It's if they're looking for help. Yeah. It's not. Hey, go find a family oh, no. and hang out with <laughs> yeah. them. Yeah. So yeah, no. It <laughs> gives them. It gives them criteria on how to choose who they approach. But I feel like there is more. There's more repercussion if they talk to someone at a fair or whatever. You know, an employee. There's some like that employee. I'm. I'm assuming has been taught kind of what to do. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's more. There would be repercussions for that employee if they didn't do it right. There's no repercussions for a family right. not doing it. But if it your kid's right. lost and can't find an employer. Or doesn't yeah. know what they look, or if you're at a fair and they're not all wearing the same clothes. Yeah. Or like the for example, parents yeah. of that kid are going to know who to find and talk to. How did it's not their responsibility to track you down. It's no, their responsibility to help like do the right kid. Right. You, so Sonny doesn't like it. I stand by that tip. Control issues on Sonny's part. <laughs> she thinks people I just don't, I, I, just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. Maybe I'll okay. change my mind when I, I haven't been put in that situation yet. I'll say okay. that. So. Yeah. I mean, and so I guess we have been. Um, moving on more about getting found. And I guess a lot, this is what a lot of, I think the fears are. And you have fears of crowds, Aaron, right? And what is the fear based in? Well, the fear is, is my own where for some reason I just have this really bad luck of whenever I go into crowds, I get physically accosted. Got I it. don't know what it is. I get groped. I get really, <laughs> yeah. I you put me in a crowd, and someone will feel me up. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some of that, Aaron. <laughs> and so I think that it's easy then to also think that you might get separated from your kids, right. like yeah. in super crowded places. So we've got some tips from um, some from our listeners that came through for getting found as well. Yes. So the first one is from Karen Allen on Facebook, and she had several um, tips. But the first one was one of the best ways to um, prevent getting separated is to consider tethering your child. A lot of people use the word leash. I tend to prefer the word tether. Yeah. um, Because it has less negative connotations. And she was saying that, you know, as controversial as this specific topic is, the it's better than the alternative mm-hmm. the alternative being that your child is separated from you for whatever reason and like you sunny i tend to think that people um are in the most part evil mm-hmm. <laughs> so i would much rather have my child tied to me than yeah we have one of these so we have um i haven't used it with anyone except my my oldest and that was only when he first started to walk so it's been a while but um it you know it when you say leash or tether i think it conjures up these images of like having you know our dogs on leashes right. or whatever but i mean they're really cute like almost like little backpack things that just have a strap yes you know so that you can control them like my son has um it's an elmo little you know it actually almost yeah it's a harness but it looks um it's almost like a stuffed animal elmo and they'll play with this in the car oh yeah like it's it's kind of become part of our family it's like it's like a whoopee yeah yeah. it is and so they really like that in fact i think it's got something that you can put some 
like they had some like toys or something you can even put some stuff in it um and i don't feel bad i got in this conversation with my mom the other day i don't feel bad about using it at all like i know there i know this is controversial but i don't really understand why because you're only using it in situations where you're either scared that your child is going to run away from you um unintentionally or just because you saw something great or whatever and that you're gonna have to chase him down um or that someone could literally grab your child and run away with right. them, you know, and in a crowded where there's a lot of people talking and people shoving and pushing and stuff like that. You're silly, I think, in my personal opinion. It's silly to think that you can completely control the situation. Right. I mean, in one instance, when I was a teenager, I took my niece to the grocery store and the grocery store was literally a block and a, a block and a half away from our house. I had her in the in the cart. I turned around turned back she was gone Mm -mm. a woman had come and grabbed my niece out of the grocery cart and was headed for the door thankfully the people at the grocery store knew us and they stopped her oh my god but so that's my point is that sometimes people are gonna grab your kid you need to be able to hold on to him what happened to that person by the way like um she started to run somebody tackled her and the police took her away. But she was trying to literally. Oh, take she her. had my niece in her hand. And hands. it wasn't like mistaken identity. No. It was like I'm stealing this child. Yes. See that yeah. freaks me out. Right. Yeah. And so that makes you leash your kids. It does. I will <laughs> leash my kids. Does. I well, And so I mean, just to play devil's advocate here, and I totally, I think that for the right circumstances, I totally think they make sense. I would never try to talk you out of it. But I think that the point is that there's got to be a line somewhere where you're not tethering your kid. Oh, absolutely. And so, like, if we're talking about going to, like, a super crowded place or you're nervous or you have a very um, active toddler uh, that wants to go explore that's hard, like, it totally makes a lot of sense. But then I think where that there may be circumstances where parents might see, like, why do you need a tether if you're just at the grocery store might be a surprising example, right? Um, but But I could also see, like, a case for it. But I think that, you know, there's a line and I think that you don't. You wouldn't go to it all the time, right. but there's times where you would. I think that's what you're But like in saying. the grocery store, now you can strap your kid into the you cart. Can, and you probably and you should. And that's yeah. what you should do because yeah. just a few months ago, there was another case where somebody tried to take off with a little kid yeah. at the grocery store. And that's, so that's my point is that if you have the tether available, it's in the same way that when you put your child in a car, you strap them into a car seat. You're giving them that extra safety. Mm-hmm. I see the tether as an extra safety. I am not using it to mm-hmm. teach my son how to walk. You know, I'm not like when I walk my dog that I give my dog a yank when he's starting to go too far to the right. <laughs> yeah. No, that's yeah. that's not what I do. I would never pull my child right. against his will unless he's darting into traffic. Yeah, exactly. Right. Controversy. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk about more tips, including a few more from listeners. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back, everybody, to Parent Savers. Today, we're talking about top tips to keep your family safe and on the happy memory track while at theme parks or fairs this summer or any year. Uh, So... Let's go talk about health and safety. Um, well, we're at the point. Not health, health, health and, and comfort. Health and comfort, right? Because those are two important things. Sunscreen. Yes. Huge tip. Like, and I know that especially these days, like you can't even send your kid to school without putting on sunscreen. Um, you definitely want to remember to have it at the park and have more and keep applying it and apply it over and over because the last thing you want to do is have a sunburn. Right. So you want to have hats or you want to have the sunscreen mm-hmm. clothing. That sort of thing. Definitely. Yeah, don't just rely on the lotion, but also just kind of dress with that in mind of covering or have, you know, jackets or even towels. What mm-hmm. we always try to do is travel with like a light blanket, especially like we got them when um, you can get really light blankets for babies. And we've just still do it to these days because they don't take up a lot of room. And they can be super versatile. If somebody gets wet, you can dry them off. Right. You can use it as like a sunshade. Um, and we still take a stroller to the amusement park, even though, oh, like, sure. kid, like yeah. because it's lets you be nomads and pile everything on take everything over. So sunscreen, that's a big tip. What are some other tips? Um, stay hydrated. That's right. You really have to keep in mind that you, you should maybe boost your water intake a couple of days before going to the park. Wow. That's a lot of prep. Yeah. Well, you know, if you think about you prep for, yeah. for those things all the time, you know, you get tickets or yeah. you get that sort of thing. So just try and so increase. Anytime your, you're doing something to get ready, just drink water. Just drink lots of water. <laughs> for the trip. Drink less of water so that you're amply hydrated. Well, and, and so I think like the, the hardest part with this is like when you travel, they won't let you take water through security. Right. Um, and so you end up having to get to the other side of security and spend all that money. But I know that you can be scared that at theme parks that's going to happen. But especially if you have kids with you, I don't think we've ever had an experience where they've made us. It, the worst thing they would do is make us dump out our water bottles that we would bring, bring the portable water bottles, and you can just refill them inside. Right. Well, they have water fountains in there too. Exactly. Normally. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so you bring your own refillable water yeah. bottles, bring them full. If they have a problem with it when you're going in. You say, look, I have kids. Yeah. Usually a theme park's going to understand. Yeah. They just want to make sure you're not smuggling in vodka or something like that. I think. <laughs> um, and then if the worst case is they're going to make you dump it, take a big drink right then so you're staying hydrated, dump it, fill it up on the other side. And that's actually something kids can help too on the other side. That was, a, that was one of the tips too by Amy on Facebook. Oh, she, nice. She said, don't try and sneak stuff in that you're not allowed. It was just one of those little side notes. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like that came from experience. Yes. Where someone had to pour out their vodka. <laughs> I think it was vodka <laughs> related. Yes. Yeah. Don't sneak in the vodka. It's, well, what's funny is a lot of the parks out here I see like selling beer and stuff too. So if you really need, I know vodka. the zoo does and SeaWorld. So if you really need your alcohol fix, you could probably get it on the other side. But you probably don't, maybe don't need it if you're Depends having Depends on how day. many kids you're traveling with. <laughs> is it more, the more, the more you need or the less? Yeah. <laughs> more or is the it more. Current, right? it's, yeah, it's, it's exponentially down um, spiral. I would say for snacks, though, like we've quote unquote gotten away with mm-hmm. bringing in our own snacks, like a big bag of pretzels and a big bag of goldfish. And I think that's important, too, to help keep your kids um, snacking. And I think that's really a park by park basis. And you never would recommend to go against the rules of the park. But if you have, again, if you have kids, people, these theme parks understand. And, yeah. you know, I know they want you to buy everything there, but 
you can usually get away with bringing in some snacks to keep your kids happy. Um, and I think that's what's most important. Keep them happy. You don't want your kids whining. Got to keep them comfortable, right? And that's what we're well, talking Well, the longer about. they stay, theoretically, the more money you're going to spend. So it's actually in the theme park's exactly. best interest to throw your bone. See, we're right? totally dialed in at this point. Like, if we go to, like, the zoo or somewhere else, we've got, like, the bag you know that fits in the do. right spot on the stroller. And we know it's where it, I mean, it's, like, a process that we are totally dialed in. <laughs> and I know you guys haven't done it yet, but, like... I mean, you just, okay, water it's bottle's going to go here. This is going to go here. That yeah. right there. Bam. Everybody's on. Let's go. Um, <laughs> yeah, so. no. All right. So staying comfortable. So the last one in staying comfortable is yeah. leave the sandals at home. Make sure that everybody has um, nice, sturdy shoes on. Sandals are not good for crowds, particularly for little tiny toes. This one's so hard because I feel like, especially out here, I want to wear flip-flops wherever I can. Ridiculous. But I have really comfortable flip-flops. I know, but think about how much walking you're going to be doing in these parts. You're going to be walking four miles, five miles more sometimes. I mean, there's so much walking that's involved in going around, going back and forth, doing everything. You need a sturdy shoe. And, like, have you ever had a flip-flop blowout? Yes. You know, like the thing just gone? And then what do you do? Um, so this is hard because I know on hot days it's you want to wear sandals or your flip flops, but usually if you know you're gonna do a lot of walking, I think I agree with that. You want to wear good, comfortable walk, and don't wear shoes for the first time. Oh yeah, uh, don't yeah. break them in. Don't break them in yeah. there because that could lead to some bad things. Yeah, and you know there there was also mention of of water shoes or aquatic shoes for yeah. kids. And the suggestion was to maybe take a pair with you if right. if if the option of them getting wet is available. If not. Don't, you know, put your shoe, you put yeah. your kid in a sturdy shoe. And we do that for our kids too. Yeah. We, they like to wear Crocs. It's they're so easy. Um, can just slide in and off. But when we go to like big places like that, you put them in their tennis shoes. Yeah. They're going to do like, you can always take them off and bring some water shoes. All right. Back to, um, getting found. Uh, a great tip is to establish a meeting place as you go through each section of the theme park. Right. And I think that in your instance, in the story you told, that would have been really helpful for Quinner if he knew yeah. that the, I mean, fortunately, he did exactly what he was supposed to do. But, you know, being able to designate a spot right when you walk into, say, Tomorrowland or something like that and say, right. meet me back here if we get separated. We actually have another experience with this one, which I guess is going in our parents of the year column. But we were at, <laughs> we were at Legoland and um, there's an area where kids can kind of play. Um, it's in kind of like the back right section of the park. And I mean, I only bring that up because... Whitaker was in this contained area and we knew he was there and he was, I think four years old. Um, and so, you know, we have two other kids and so, okay, there's that. And so we look and we just can't find him. Oh God. And he's not in there. And it's like, Oh my gosh, what's happening. And so then like, I talked to like one of the park employees, like, look, my kid was in here and he's not. And, and they really weren't that helpful. Like, and then finally had to piece together from another parent, like with what he was wearing. He was wearing a, a, a tie shirt. They were all wearing shirts with like pretend ties on it. Oh, I saw him with someone walking up towards the front. And then it's like, holy crap, Mother. what is going yeah. on? And so I explained that to the woman and she's like, yeah. And, and she wasn't like helpful at all. So I booked it to the front of the park. And so what had happened was he somehow thought he was lost, even though like we were literally right there, found the employee and the employee walked him up to their Lost Kids area, which is at the very front of the park. But I, like, booked it yeah. up there because it was like, what if that guy doesn't work here? Well, right. yeah. And there was just a guy in a shirt. And so I think that in addition to having a meeting place for you, you need to know at the theme park, what do they do with Lost Kids? 
Um, and that's as easy as like going to the information area or something like that. Or if you're there doing things other, otherwise, when even when you're buying tickets, mm-hmm. like, hey, if a kid does get lost, where do you guys take them? Then you kind of know where to go. Otherwise, you're just feeling completely lost. But I was expecting when I told that woman, look, somebody saw him with another person going to yeah, the park. Yeah, shut the park that down. That I felt like, boo, I thought the park was going to, but no. Yeah. And so here's me just running through the park to get to the front. And then he's there playing a video game. He's happy, which good but it was a uh, terrifying. Yeah, it was terrifying for sure. See? And that parents that, of the year. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> that brings us to the next one, which is to review your stranger danger right. rules. And I think that would have helped if we would have done that for sure. So what are some stranger danger well, rules? You know, I think it goes back to the conversation we were having earlier and that it depends on your own um, parameters of comfort. Whereas you and I feel okay saying if you can't find an employee, if you can't yeah, find exactly. a cop, go find a mommy. Right. You know, Sunny's not comfortable with that. So right. she has to come up with a criteria that she is comfortable with and tell her and children that. And make sure the that. kids know that. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's tough because having that conversation, you don't want to scare them. Because it's very, very likely that everything is going to be okay. Right. But you need to make sure that they're prepared. See, and that's cultural. Because in Mexico, we <laughs> scare the kids. <laughs> in Mexico, it's not you might get lost. It's someone will take you. Right. You know. And, yeah, and, and, <laughs> and a, little healthy, a little healthy fear and paranoia. Right. Like, <laughs> but then look at me. <laughs> so it doesn't right. always work out. <laughs> All right. Um, and then, yeah, we talked about Andy Lloyd's tip to brush mm-hmm. mom, brightly colored clothing. Um, here's another cool tip from Gina Marsh yes. on Facebook. Um, and that's to stamp or sharpen your phone number on your child's arm um, and then teach them you and your um, significant other's first and last names. Right. So to write it on their arm. And yeah. I've seen this, too. And that's a really good idea because then if the child is lost, like in the case of what happened to Whitaker, maybe they would have called their phone number right away. Exactly. would have had it. In I like that. Instead of yeah. And there are some really cool little stamps that you can order on Amazon and that's on Etsy kind of fun, and yeah. stuff. Yeah. So you Here, can. Let me stamp you. <laughs> you can stamp your, your um, you know, your barcode on your kid, so to speak. That's right. <laughs> but also the Sharpie is just really oh, handy yeah. because everybody's got one. But of I those. wonder if people that have a hard time with the whole um, tether thing would have a, a, a hard know. time. You're putting a pet collar tag on your kid. Yeah, you know, it's funny. So, so as someone who, like, my instinct is, like, that the tether is uh, could be overkill in some situations. I mean, writing a phone number on the inside of someone's arm yeah. doesn't yeah. seem that bad. Yeah. So, yeah, interesting. We all have different lines mm-hmm. yeah. and where they are. The other thing I would also just point out with um, first and last names of parents is also remember what your parents are wearing. And so oh. that's the, you know, if the kids, because that, if the, your kids are lost and there's someone trying to help them, they're going to ask, what do your parents look, what do your parents look like? Well, how do you do that though? How do you get your kids to remember what you're wearing? Well, just one of the them, things, like, yeah. Yeah, prep them. But one of the things that Andy had mentioned, and I just kind of cut it down short, was, um, He's like, you know, put everybody in the same brightly colored shirt. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so well, the then, whole then family that's is in that's that. the other thing too. Yeah, then and you're I mean, that family. Yeah, <laughs> right. Hold on, but so, and so here's Sunny's different yeah. lines. Like, <laughs> she's fine being that person with the tether, but not being that one wearing all no, the same. No, it just it goes back shirt. to like if you guys know from like. I don't know. Maybe they still do this at theme parks, but it's kind of a running joke between my husband and I that, um, you know, we're going to go to a theme park. We're going to get those, you know, spray shirts with, you know, do you know what I'm talking about? Like they um, like airbrush. Airbrush. Yeah. Yeah. And so we like to make fun of people that do that. It's our (laughs) little thing. And so that's what's coming up now. It's like, I'm his and he's mine. And I was stupid. (laughs) I was stupid. (laughs) Right. 
<laughs> we did this once. We all wore the same shirts. And actually, it was a conversation starter with other people as well. It kind of sure. made the trip fun. We talked but, I mean, it could be any shirt. It could be, like, you know, yeah. you're, you're a football fan, so everybody's got Wearing your Charger, char- charger shirt. Yeah. Or oh, yeah, I can see that yeah. going down in San Diego. He's the kid with the Charger shirt on. Well, but not everyone's wearing them. In fact, yeah. in a lot of theme parks, you got people from other areas of town. So yeah. anything that the kids can do to help yeah, describe that's the parents, true. I think, Yes, good point, good, good point. Let's talk about going on rides, too. And you hear these tragedies about people falling off roller coasters. And, oh and there's this gosh. assumption, right, that you know that you go and these, these things are all safe. But whether it's at major amusement parks or the car- little carnival on the corner or a fair, like, these are dangerous rides. Yeah. And things could go wrong. They don't often go wrong, but they certainly could. So use parental judgment. And, you know, even if your child meets the height and weight, and you want so bad to say yes to your kid that they can go on a ride. But even if they meet the height and the weight requirements and you still got a weird feeling or they're still not able to get on it quite right or you're looking at it and like yeah he's tall enough but i'm not sure that he there's really no way this kid's gonna sit still yeah. or you know then or don't do it come up with it. something else fun to do there's gonna be other fun go get stuff ice to cream do don't push your luck on these rides right because really really bad things could happen on these but rides. can i just state the obvious and that is if stuff comes up and down really easily it cannot be as safe as something that does right. not okay and is cemented yeah. into the ground and is made of steel beams and stuff because my, my mom like totally the portable carnival out rides that. and stuff yeah well my well my mom never wanted me to go on rides as a kid and she still kind of freaks out about fair stuff because it's just up yeah. and down and up and down and up and down you know yeah. but she's totally fine with set amusement parks totally fine and i get yeah. it no absolutely yeah. absolutely i mean when i was a teenager the uh, carnival came to town and they had that ride where you sit in and it, the it zipper. spins. Is it the zipper? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. think, I don't know. That's I can't crazy. remember. But I'll never forget because my brand new Ray-Bans went flying. <laughs> Hello, 1980. <laughs> <laughs> went flying. And I was so upset that I crawled under the ride after oh I got off. Oh, my gosh. I crawled under the ride looking for him, and I grabbed onto one bar with the left hand, and I reached over, and I grabbed onto another bar with the right hand, and I got an electric shock. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and I will <laughs> never forget, my dad was screaming at me, and nobody wanted to touch me for obvious reasons. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> and they had to power the ride down so that I could let go. Wow. Yeah, so maybe that explains everything. Oh, my gosh. That is crazy. (laughs) Wow. So, yeah, use your parental judgment. Even though your child may physically be capable of going on the ride, they may not be emotionally prepared to sit through the ride safely, to exit the ride safely. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, those are some great tips. Hopefully, they were helpful for um, everyone that uh, is planning trips or maybe going. If you have some other tips to add, please let us know. Um, Facebook, send us a tweet. Uh, we'll continue the conversation for members of our Parent Savers Club after the show. Um, we'll talk a little more about staying safe. For more information about the Parent Savers Club, visit our website, parentsavers.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, Parent Savers. This is Elisa DiLorenzo, co-founder of One Extraordinary Marriage, where we educate, entertain, encourage, and inspire you to have mind-blowing intimacy in your marriage. Today, we're going to talk about scheduling sex. Five years ago, Tony and I set out to change our sexual intimacy. We were frustrated with our attitudes towards sex and knew that there had to be more to it than we were experiencing. Because our lives are busy with work, kids, and other activities, our sex life was often sent to the bottom of the to-do list. It was then that we started the Intimacy Lifestyle. The Intimacy Lifestyle is a way for each of you to take turns initiating sex and being pursued. First step, have a conversation on how often the two of you want to have sex each week. Yes, you do have to agree on a number. Next, you'll want to split up the days of the week. For example, maybe one of you has Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. The other one has Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Sunday can be a day of rest or a bonus day. On your days, you have the privilege of initiating sex as many times as the two of you agreed in step one. On your spouse's days, they have that same privilege. Yes, this puts more structure in your sex life. However, we all know that when something goes on your calendar, it has a much better chance of getting done. No more leaving it to chance. Now, the two of you are going to need to spend some time in discussion on what will work for you. Maybe you block days during the week like we do. Maybe you alternate weeks instead, or you come up with some variation that best suits your marriage. Whatever you choose, make the decision to stick with this for three to six months. After this time, visit how it's working in your marriage. Make sure to check out our best-selling book, Seven Days of Sex Challenge, at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash seven days. Enter promo code PARENTSAVERS at checkout and save 20% off your entire order. Thanks for listening to The Sex Talk, and be sure to listen to Parent Savers for more great parenting tips in the future. That wraps up today's show. We appreciate you listening to Parent Savers. Don't forget to check out our sister shows, Preggy Pals for Expecting Parents, the boob group for moms who breastfeed, and Twin Talks for Parents of Multiples. This is Parent Savers, empowering new parents. This has been a new mommy media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of New Mommy Media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider. New Mommy Media is expanding our lineup of shows for new and expecting parents. If you have an idea for a new series, or if you're a business or organization interested in joining our network of shows through a co-branded podcast, visit newmommymedia.com.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, mamas. Don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.